Welcome to the Launch School Podcast, where we discuss education, programming, and how to build a rewarding career in software engineering. In this episode, I caught up with Lena, Rodney, and Christian, who started a peer-based study group within the Launch School community called SPOT, which stands for Study, Practice, Overlearn, and Teach. This is arguably one of the most important topics for us as a mastery-based learning program. I've been observing this group for a few months and have been blown away by their organization, professionalism, quality of the study sessions, quality of the session leads, and in general, the culture of giving back they've established. Everyone is at Launch School because they are ambitious and they want to become the best programmers they can be. We've always said that it's a tough road and there's a lot of hard work involved. Mastery-based learning has the potential to unlock every individual's potential but it's a lonely journey. The SPOT community is showing that you can have the best of both worlds and it doesn't have to be a lonely journey after all. It's showcasing the fact that Launch School, despite being online and being mastery-based, can also be a collaborative journey, one with community at the core. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to another episode of the Launch School podcast. Today we have a really fun panel here. Today we have three students who are currently in the core curriculum. Lena Lauman, Ronnie Matambo, and Christian Larwood. So Lena, Ronnie, and Christian, welcome to the podcast. How are y'all doing today? Good, doing well. thanks for having us. Great. Yeah, excited. Excited, great. So I, I asked Lena, Ronnie, and Christian to come on the podcast today because they're doing something really, really interesting and unique at Launch School. They are operating a peer-led study group that happens regularly. It's where basically peers take turns teaching each other, running study sessions, uh, and it's a really great way of reinforcing learning as well as helping fellow students. Uh, And the idea is this sort of pay it forward model where as you progress through the launch school curriculum, you turn around and then you teach or lead a study group for those uh, that, that you, for the courses that you've already completed. So I wanted to, before we get into the conversation, I wanted to just kind of have the folks here give a quick intro. So Lena, you wanna you wanna go first and talk about yourself a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So hi everyone, I'm from Montreal, Canada. Uh, my background is in social work and nutrition. And before I joined Launch School, I was, was always interested in tech, dabbling in it, exploring what was available. But when I learned that Launch School existed, versus other boot camps, what I, what I really like was the proficiency. So the vigorous assessments, understanding problems, circular learning, and really focusing on mastering the fundamentals. So I made the leap this year in February, 2020, to go from dabbler to studious student, I guess. And that's a bit about me. Yeah, awesome, very studious for sure. Uh, Ronnie. Uh, first, first thing first, uh, the most important thing to say is, hi, mom. I uh, just had to get that, <laughs> that out of the way. But uh, she learned a program too. She's definitely going to be listening to the podcast. She's probably going to listen in. She just always asks me about anything. But uh, the, I mean, a little bit about myself. I am a family man. Uh, I'm actually, I'm married. I have two kids, two boys, um, and they are three and one respectively uh they i mean they try to act like teenagers but uh we'll we'll get there anyway so my you know my background i actually did i was a teacher a full-time teacher and uh, i was actually in the middle of a year of teaching where i basically had to get up at 4 4 30 in the morning and i was 
getting home super late uh, that I was realizing that I want to have the time to say, I want to stop right now and I want to go hang out with my kids. Um, and I want to go hang out with my wife. And so just that freedom um, to do that became very treasured. Um, and so uh, a friend of mine, uh, Hallie, um, she actually introduced me to launch school. Uh, and so from there on, I think it was in May, May 16 was the date. That's when I started prep. And now we're here. Now we're here. Ah, wonderful. Christian? Cool. Hi, everyone. My name is Christian. I'm based here on the East Coast uh, in the United States, in Boston specifically. Uh, originally from California, uh, where I spent the past, wow, um, nine, ten years working at various tech companies, um, many of which you will have heard of uh, during this boom, um, post-recession boom in, in San Francisco. But my role is uh, predominantly in operations and business operations. So uh, I, I, I worked with a lot of engineers and, um, and, and loved seeing what they built and created and, and were able to do in terms of, especially when it came to automating a lot of my more manual tasks being in the ops side of things. And so that's why I um, decided to, to take a leap and, and at 34 years old thinking about uh, a career change. So after several months of finding and really struggling with really surface level type uh, programming uh, courses out there, I remember very vividly late one night coming across Launch School, I think through an, a Medium article and, and immediately it clicked with me. The, the, the mastery-based learning that Lena mentioned um, and, and the depth of the curriculum is what immediately uh, attracted me to the course. Um, and, and the next day I signed up and I've been doing this full time since May 1st. So coming up on, I believe six months now. So uh, that's a little bit about me. Yeah, great. Thanks for the intro. So a variety of backgrounds and you're all here and you're all doing well. And not only are you doing well, but you're leading this, this group. It's called SPOT and it stands for Study, Practice, Overlearn and Teach. Uh, great acronym. So the first question, anybody can jump in here. Uh, Want to just talk about how this group came about? What was the history behind it? Sure, sure. So this is the fun part. This is it seems like it was so long ago when it was in reality just a few months, but uh, time time flies or uh, when when you're having fun. But Lena, Rodney, and I we we started talking to each other uh, after the first course or during during the first course, um, and it's encouraged strongly encouraged uh, throughout launch school to to uh, meet with other students and and practice live coding sessions or. Or just, or just learn from them. And so we started meeting on a daily basis in July um, to like every single day, we, we set up a recurring meeting uh, like 9 a.m. I believe, uh, Eastern time. And, and we started just working through the material together as we were going through the course. And we would meet and then Rodney would be like, hey, I got my other friend Clay who's interested. And Lena's got like, hey, I know a couple of people who are really interested in joining us occasionally. And so what I ended up finding, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a struggle to constantly have to create new threads in Slack 
And so I was like, you know what, guys, we keep on adding people. So I'm just going to create a group or a channel in Slack for all of us. And we can just keep on adding people there. It's a lot easier than creating a new, a new message thread every single time we add somebody to the group. And uh, we were thinking, trying to come up with a crazy name. And, and I was like, uh, study dream team or something like that. Or, or Rodney might have uh, recommended it. I don't remember now. But we created the channel. And, and the rest is history. We've, we've grown this group into over 100 members, uh, which we'll talk wow. about more about all the fun stuff, but that's, that's the, the creation or the start at the beginning. That is a lot of members. That's great. So, yeah. So, and I think that's, that's an interesting sort of take on it because it was initially you three. Um, and we've had lots of people group up and, uh, especially when they find a good group, it, I don't think there's any, um, thought of like, let's expand it, right. Let's bring more people in because there's this fear that it will dilute the, the intimate group and, and the group chemistry as you, as you increase the number of participants. But, but for, for, for you three, it seems like that was, that was okay. And that was, uh, something that you wanted to figure out. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a really good point that you bring up, Chris, because me, Christian, and Rodney, we work super well together, but integrating other students, maybe students we've never met before, but are going for the same struggles we had is actually a super great opportunity to practice the overlearning part, which is where you've mastered a course, but yet you keep practicing it. So you keep recalling it, keep answering questions we've had that other beginners have. And it's an excellent way also to generate this culture of learning and also collaborating between one another. Yeah, it's almost like Anki, uh, except uh, not flashcards, but you run study groups and you help other other people. Well, I, re I remember Rodney like mentioning early on that as a teacher, like or, or what helps him learn, and this again, this is this is what is built into Launch School's DNA, if you will. Uh, but what helps him learn is to study the material, practice the material, and then teaching the material is 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 a final stage of of um of mastery if you will and and so i was like when when roddy mentioned i was like this makes so much sense this is this is the the, the formula for success if, if we want to get the most out of this course we should be able to as a student we should be able to go through each uh, every step each of these three steps and, and we added overlearn as, as a fourth step to make it a better acronym <laughs> we need a vowel in there but the uh for me you know chris was highlighting it a little bit but really I remember those moments where we would all be there and we're all like fully invested in this thing and realizing that like as we would meet at, at 9 a.m. and then you come back the next day uh, or from that session you you know where your gaps are clearly because we've just gone through all of it together and then the next day the rest of your day is literally just studying going through everything and then the next day we'd come back and then we'd be like oh yeah so now we can move to, to this and now we're mastering these very complex topics, uh, synthesizing them, and everybody's giving their perspective. And all of this is just coming together. And, and like, you know, we're moving through and not only just moving quicker, but we're also mastering and we're also just laughing with each other. And so those components were you know, essential as this was coming about. Love it. Yeah, it hits upon all the things that's sort of hard about an online learning environment sort of community and connecting with people. And like you said, laughing, that's one of the huge benefits of, of being in person, right? And in online, you don't have that. And you, you sort of recreated that here. Um, plus a sort of give back. It's giving back, but at the same time, it's, 
it's beneficial for yourself too, right? When I first started teaching people to code, uh, I already had like a, over a 10 year career as a software engineer. And I think in those first two years where I was teaching people to code, I just reinforced so many holes in my knowledge that accumulated over those 10 years, uh, just because people ask, especially when we have good students and a good community like we do, uh, people don't like let fuzziness go, right? And they always probe and they always uh, ask the edge cases. It really, really reinforced my understanding um, as, as I was teaching too. So having that experience here, I think it's great, um, not only for like reinforcement and space repetition, but also actually plugging in gaps and misunderstandings, right? Um, especially when, again, you have good students, they're gonna, they're gonna ask for clarity. Okay, so let's talk about what the spot group is and what is not. Uh, so, so yeah, what is it? How does it work? Sure, sure. So spot is not, uh, and, and we established this very early on, um, spot is not a place where you, you, you come for answers to a test. For, for people who have not been through the, the launch school curriculum yet, uh, at the end of almost every course that you go through is, is a, either a live or a written assessment. And Launch School provides a pretty thorough study guide uh, of all the major topics that you should have mastered and you should know about. And so what we do is we take that and then we, then we go through each topic and make sure that everybody who's in their study group uh, can talk about it. And so it's not a place where the, the leads who, who lead each session and who have already mastered this material and are now giving back to students who are going through the current course. It's not a place where you can get answers to the test or any type of cheating at all. It's also not a place, it's a place where people can, can feel safe. It's a great environment, exactly what um, Chris, you've created with our Slack community as a whole. Uh, and we, we bring all that in there. And then on top of this, the, the, the leads themselves are people who have aced their assessments and so they know the material and 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 they're eager to give back uh and and and, and reinforce all the stuff that they had learned in the previous courses how, how do the specifics work is it um how often are there sessions what are the sessions uh about are they um course specific and also um is it you three leading all the sessions right now um well okay so the the general the general so i'll start just with talking about like how like the overall feeling we're trying to bring forward with spot so the spot like just the word spot like it's a location or it's supposed to be that place where you know if i wanted to just have an impromptu session with somebody i can quickly find that um because it's that place where we can actually now have that social connection um with all other students not only that but we can actually just like people who want to you know whether you're doing full-time or part-time but i i know that the social component is going to be big for me um where you can now just reach out or find sessions and maybe you can't make it to the ta-led ones but also um also a place where you know i can put myself if i'm not comfortable um with this with presenting for a live assessment or whatever, I now have a safe location where I can slowly integrate into uh, that place and I can slowly get more comfortable with these things. And I have people who've gone through it to guide me through it. 
Um, and so, Lena, I think you were going to talk about uh, the specifics of how it would work. Yeah, thank you for, for that explanation, Rodney. Yeah, to go a bit deeper into like how it's done. Um, so two things that I want to bring up that we will continuously bring up is the Launch School Code of Honor and the Community Guidelines. So those are like fundamental to how we function. Christian said like before, it's not a place to come and get answers for the test. It's more a place where you come and deepen your mastery on these topics that we're all here aiming towards learning and really understanding and as well communicating back to be able to discuss them intelligently. So how we function, like it was brought up earlier, the assessments at Launch Goal really dig deep into the into the mastery of a specific course. And when you ace that assessment, only then are you allowed to move forward to the next course. If you're not there, you just get a not yet. And that's okay too. It's just the path of mastery. So when someone has aced an assessment, only then are they allowed to move forward to the next course. And we use that as a parameter to kind of help us see this person can be a lead and help other students with their course struggles. And if there are no leads available for a course, what we do is we, like a student or a group of students can hold a discussion session, which is where students currently in a course will just talk about topics or content they're struggling with or wanna reinforce, kind of like what me, Christian and Rodney and a few others would do back in July. We were all going through 120 together at different paces, but we would just discuss topics even though none of us had mastered it. And that was, great just to reinforce again what we know and also identifying gaps so how we get our leads again it's just someone has ace an assessment is aware of the code of conduct and the community guidelines then that's good enough for them to lead a session is there anything else maybe christian or rodney you would add to that i i mean maybe maybe this and and i mean they 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 want they have to want to lead a session not just one session these are these are people that like are eager to give back and, and they're taking time out of their their week to to lead one two maybe even three sessions and so these are people that uh it's not like a one-time thing it's it's more of a on that i actually have a quick story like there's this one of our leads i don't know if you want me to mention a name but essentially she just this past week she was she was trying to lead a session for one of the 109 sessions seeing that times were not going to work out. Uh, she decided to separate it into three different sessions just so that everybody can, you know, can get a chance to get quality learning. And I'm like, you know, these are like, like this whole thing would not run, would not work without our lead. And, and the fact that one, Chris attracted like awesome people to lunch school, but then out of all those awesome people, somehow we got the most awesome people and they randomly became all of our leads. So it's like, just seeing that level of kindness, generosity, or whatever, like that's, that's, that's when somebody has that kind of personality, it's literally a location where you can help people if you want, but also uh, we can try to take care of those leads so that they're not going to burn out by adding so much to their plate. This is amazing. And I have a couple thoughts here. The first is all of this, the entire spot group, an initiative that you three have started is sort of the unofficial 
study sessions, right? Unofficial mm -hmm. sessions. Mm -hmm. And even within this unofficial, and I say unofficial because um, we have like official quote unquote sessions led by our staff, our TAs, right? And mm -hmm. there's a lot of them. But on top of that, you have your another whole set of sessions led by spot leads. And according to what Lena said, apparently there's even a multi-layered approach here in that there are a sort of spot led, spot lead led sessions. And then there's also just peer-based discussion sessions as well, right? This is amazing, it's very multi-layered here. And it just shows the organization maturity and thoughtfulness that you put into it, even though it's quote unquote unofficial. Uh, going really quickly, going off of that, um, it's been really cool. Like the people, the people who have been interested in this have been have been really involved, and it's been fun to to be a lead. Like each each of us, uh, we we stepped back more from from leading uh, sessions as as often as we used to. But uh, it's really fun, uh, and this is part of the rewarding aspect of being a lead is that you see people who have been in your sessions that. Are like thank you so much. I, I passed my 109 assessment. I feel so much more confident in, in my code and 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 so it's these little wins and we we haven't done it lately. It just it's hard to track all this um, and people move at various speeds. But we we maybe like three weeks ago we had this huge wall of what I'll call kudos where people are like congratulations to Janae for passing her 120. Congratulations to Rodney for passing his 210. Like doing all these like congrats because it's it's, it's this. It's a little family of uh, people who, who, who enjoy giving back to others and, and this um, pay it forward kind of thing. That's really awesome and exciting. I love it. I love it. This is, I think, something that, you know, has been trying to, I've been trying to cultivate a launch school and it's very hard just being online and we're not seeing each other. And, uh, and we do have a lot of people who are just, you know, I want to take a course, I want to get through and I don't really want to participate, which is totally okay. But then you have the subgroup that does. And, and I think this is large enough to not even call it a subgroup anymore, right? And that this is a choice that you have. Um, like you said, we attract just absolutely amazing students at Launch School. It's, it's really interesting to connect with each other, right? And this, yeah, this give back culture, I really, really want to um, try to promote that. And, 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 uh, and part of it is to give back, right? To appeal to people's sort of altruism. But part of it also is to appeal to people's sense of, uh, of, of learning, right? There's a reason why the word overlearn is in there. It's actually turn around and uh, uh, explain it, explaining concepts to people. So it's been really, really successful and I'm really happy to see that. And the, the, the community, uh, the spot community, uh, sub-community within the large launchment community itself has been extremely positive and all that. Why do you feel this initiative has worked, uh, has worked out so well? Uh, we've had previous efforts at this uh, type of thing, but uh, I've never seen uh, an effort have this much success, right? We've, and I have a lot of students always email and say, hey, I wish there was more community. I wish there was more something like Spot. Uh, but why do you think this has worked? I think first off is because maybe Christian, Rodney and I, we're all students and we understand what is required to be a student here at Launch School. So we're being asked mastery. And we need to have peers that are also committed to mastery and having just like the filter of the assessments as a way to filter serious studious students versus students that maybe want to coast or just get a tutorial, which is completely fine, but not the space at launch school. So the 
student body really I think is one of the key factors this commitment mm. to not having a timeline taking the slow path but really going deeply into topics and concepts and not accept any fuzziness around anything I think that's one of the key elements so just the student body yeah, the student body, and I think we maybe honed the message a little bit better over the years. But you know, the, the student body, I would say, has been good for uh, for many many years now. Um, but again, it it wasn't until this year, right, until you three showed up that that we have an initiative like this. I would add, and I I feel like I I lucked out in this, right? So like you guys see Chris, like other people see Chris and Lena, but I've really got to know them, and like. Like, for example, like just the personality of like, so Lena, right? If we're like, we're discussing something like 20 minutes later, she has like a six part document already ready. I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's what we need. And then on top of that, right? So Chris told you about his awesome background, how he went into marketing. So he literally like, we say an idea and then he, like, he already has this beautiful, like, like three part great like presentation three course meal with a dessert on top basically version of like like he knows how to present things well and lena knows how to put it in an official manner or even to think of those implementation details so it's like when you put that together and it's just like yeah great and your great teaching background people. ronnie i'm sure that played into yeah, it as well yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. um and so that that as well but like I, I feel like like I I wrote a I wrote about it earlier so that I wouldn't forget, but like I would like people to know like just the time and the the amount of effort Lena and Christian have put into this because like they they really made this thing happen well, like really well. And yeah. I want people to know that Rodney always had this idea of community learning that even like when he was starting out in May, I had luckily connected with him because he wanted to have a study group of people based on another podcast, um, Christian or Chris, do you remember? It was like Gabrielle and- mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we had, we've had lots of groups and that one uh, was a really, really good one. And I had them on, come on and they're, they're finishing capsule now, but yeah. Yeah, I think Rodney, you had mentioned to me that was part of the inspiration and just like you're always for community learning. And it was just like really mm. cool to see your idea flourish into something so beautiful and so like mm. fun also. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, and I've been thinking about this for a long time too. And I feel like my programmer mind has always come at it from like a gamification perspective. Like, oh, we, you know, when mm. something good happens and somebody, somebody says thanks or gives a thumbs up, like somehow this person should get a point. And I just feel like that way of incentivizing people to like give back and help is not as impactful as just literally helping someone and someone sincerely saying thank you, not because you're gonna get a point like a Stack Overflow point or something like that, especially at a small community like Launch School. Um, I think you guys really cracked it here in terms of um, not thinking about it from a, from a gamification standpoint and point tracking but just from a connecting and from a human element. Yeah, I mean, really quickly going off of that, like I, I think we've also really lucked out. One that like, I mean, to, to back up really quickly, like I just, one thing I love about just law school in general is that there are so many different backgrounds of people. Lena is a social, former social worker and, and uh, Rodney's a teacher. Um, so 
that those are some examples I can think off the top of my head, but you have so many different backgrounds of people. And this is what's made Spot work out so well. One thing that we've noticed is that a lot of our leads are actually former teachers. Mm. And, and teachers just inherently, they, they, they have this strong desire to, to teach, to help others, to, to help them learn and grow. And, and so I, I feel like it's almost a, we found uh, a really great, the people who have gravitated towards spot and, and I'm hoping that many more come, they, they, it's, it's all they're very altruistic um, is, is a great way to describe these people. Love it. On top of the altruism, it requires structure and you three have put together structure. I always look at problems or situations from two layers. One is the short term or immediate and one is the long term. And if you think about this idea of like peer learning, community learning, there's that immediate or short-term problem of like, I need a peer group, I need a study group. But how do you think about it in the long-term? So usually there are rules and processes and Ronnie said, Lena and Christian produce a lot of paperwork and produce a lot. I assume there are some rules and processes here. Do you, do you want to talk about that? Or is that too, too detailed here? We, we can talk about it, definitely. Um... One thing right away I want to mention is everyone is expected to be responsible since we are an online community. Like I can't just walk down the aisle and see Christian or Rodney at a desk, you know? So because we're all virtual and we may not never like meet in person, we're expecting people to at least show up or communicate if they cannot show up. Um, this is one thing I think just basic respect online to respect another person's generosity with their time to also be communicative. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I think is implicit. You just have to be res responsible, mature and communicate. Again, community guidelines and code of conduct are, are key here. We're expecting students to abide by that because that's the standard of law school of how to interact um, online. I remember um, Chris kind of mentioned, uh, like he wrote a message a while back and it was about, you know, being careful with any groups and essentially just, you know, if anything ever happens, just reach out. Um, and, you know, we heavily supported that because, you know, one of the rules is that, you know, whether as a lead or as a participant, like, you know, you, you number one thing is you're respecting someone just as a human being. Um, and so just respecting boundaries, you know, we don't have, uh, very intricate, like detailed rules, like everybody has to dress this way, everybody has to speak this way. No, we're still just an online community as well, but we all we have that fund those fundamental principles, you can say, that kind of guide us forward. And and to expand upon your question, Chris, about like the long term, like we've we're 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 definitely iterating as as the group grows um, and expands. We are trying to figure out how do we, how do we cater towards 200, 300, 400 students? Cause right now we're about a little over 100. Um, and, and it comes down to like using what we've, what we've learned actually in launch school. Uh, Rodney, have I Rodney and I have talked about um, what, if, what if we created a, a uh, Slack app based on what we know from the, the back end, we, we feel like we're very confident that we can build a, a Ruby a Sinatra based Slack app using Ruby and Sinatra, which is pretty fun. Just like knowing that five months ago, I would have no idea how to do that, but now I can and, and we can incorporate what we've learned into, into this long-term vision. But we've, we're, we're setting up um, 
automated posts and messages and, and encouraging people to, to essentially create these studies, these discussion groups and these uh, lead led sessions. Um, so we're very confident that in the long term, this spot will be um, a well oiled machine. Yeah, good. And it doesn't have to be automation. I think it can also be just human powered, but it's about sort of setting up the, you know, the next generation because you three are, you know, ultimately you're here to do other things. And I think all three of you are uh, going to go do capstone. And so uh, what happens when Ronnie, Luna and Christian leave and are there processes that are in place? Uh, whether it's automation or whether it's just, you know, putting the right people in the right place to help continue that. I think those are, those are really, really interesting questions. And of course, I'll be here to support. And, you know, we have our launch school staff that can definitely support. But let's say something like two years from now, right? And you have all finished launch school. You're all working at awesome jobs. Uh, what do you all wish with regards to SPOT? Uh, how, how, how do you see it sort of years in the future? And given, again, we have launch school, you know, here as, um, you know, we have our staff and everything to help. Right. Um, that's actually a really good question. You know, I, I, and I talked to Chris and Lena about it. Like, I just have random moments where I go down the abyss of how is this going to play out? The very core thing is the fact that there will come a point where people have no idea how the spot study group started, or maybe it's just Pete and Chris, who remember, oh, yeah, do you remember those? Yeah, they were crazy. I can't believe it. And there's that. this recording and right here. <laughs> exactly. That's about that's about it. But but the there will come that point where, you know, the embers of the first vision are, are, are dying out. And and that's when, like, the hope will be we've come to a point where all these different people who no longer just see it as this little hub, this little spot, but like this, this concept of giving back and this concept of teaching or overlearning just being a part of your mastery journey hopefully it becomes some sort of culture like hopefully it just permeates throughout all launch school so that at any moment in time people are just thinking one of the parts of mastery is going to be I probably have to teach this and I probably if not if I don't understand it I've tried practice I've tried you know I've tried study I've tried practice I've even tried overlearning I'm not getting it perhaps I need to go to teach and if that's still not working then let me go back through the cycle and it's just part of the culture yeah I love that I love that I, and I think launch school has always had a culture of studiousness of seriousness mm -hmm. of ambition but I think what you three are doing with spot is bringing a new aspect to that culture of giving back which I really, really appreciate. And I, and I, and I feel like this is something worth uh, nurturing, worth, um, you know, it's worth, you, you know, your legacy, if you have a little, if you want to think about that at launch school. Uh, and, and yeah, I definitely want, so far I've given very little oversight to what you three are doing. I mean, it's just been very automatic from my perspective. But for me, it's about how to, how do I get more Ronnie's and Lena's and Christian's and, and um, yeah, bring it, bring it as part of the culture of law school, this giving back culture, right? And if you don't want to participate, it's okay too. But ideally, you know, it's there and, and, and you see the value in it, right? You know, it's funny you mentioned that because that I think personally, in my experience, that culture has always been there. I remember when I was in 101 and like super nervous for the assessments, there was a few people that were offering to help 
And this was just them posting out of generosity because someone else had helped them. And I found that so amazing. So mm. whenever I saw someone that mm. wanted to practice, I was like, I'm going to help them because it's just like such a beautiful thing to see online between strangers. Because again, we don't have mm. necessarily the physical space to collide as we would in a normal school. But it's just something so wonderful to be able to experience that joy and also help someone mm. bypass the obstacles we've already overcome to see also someone click and connect on like an aha moment as Austin would say that's also super super rewarding in itself so I think that culture has always been there but we're helping it be explicit and also maybe easier to connect so those mm -hmm. opportunities are simpler yeah it's funny that Lena brings it up because the same thing happened to me too I remember Richard um Mm. He was he was the, the very first person I ever did a live study session with, and he gave me what what now is a very easy problem, but he gave me a, what then was a very difficult uh, problem. I had to uh, uh, describe the the map method in in Ruby and 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 what was going on in the code, and I was really struggling. I was I was having a hard time, and and after Richard passed his 109 assessment, he came back into the the existing 109 study group, 101 109 study group that is in launch school. And he's like, hey, everyone just wanted to pay it forward. Um, somebody helped me and I want to help others. And, and Lena brought up a good point that uh, this group, uh, the goal of this group is to, yeah, to really help people um, overcome like one connect, but also overcome this like potential like fear of connecting with people and, and have like a, um, a, a community within a community where they can ask questions that are being taught by other students and uh let mm. ask questions and sessions that are being taught by other students and and all that so yeah yeah that's great now so final question if someone's listening to this and um they're thinking about this is awesome exactly what i'm looking for mm -hmm. how how do people participate like subscribe and no uh we, <laughs> i think the easiest thing uh the easiest thing we have the the spot channel and you know, just starting there. And it's, it's, I think the simplest thing would be just start by joining, see what's happening. You feel free to just find it as a place to reach out. Um, and I'm sure Lena and Chris will chime in or add more details. But for me, um, I just wanna, I wanna harp on the free flowing nature of it. Um, just join, come in and then just, ask a question, whether it's, hey, guys, I don't understand this, because I don't want to, there are so many people ready to give back. And that's that you just found the spot where people are like, I came in here, whether to learn or to give back, but whatever it is, you will find it there. And then there's other sessions. And if you want to get involved as, uh, as a lead, you can actually uh, reach out to us or reach out to another lead. And we could see whether or not um, we can take through the application process and all that stuff. And so, um, yeah, just reach out. Yeah, to, to just really drill that in. I think first, just attending a session with another lead or another group of students with the spot is primordial because we're going for a vibe that's, that is super safe to ask questions, even the fuzzy questions that may be obvious for others. And really um, mm -hmm. just reinforce that we're here to learn so we kind of prioritize people who have these little fuzziness to go first and to ask people who know the answers to not say it right away, to just really let people work out 
their gaps, their mm -hmm. mental models. So just understanding that vibe and that it's safe to ask questions, to post also your understanding. I've seen students do this, and this is really wonderful to also see the feedbacks and the mental models of other students because to have different perspective is incredibly enriching. I can see maybe one concept one way, Rodney will see it another way, Christian another, but seeing those different ways of seeing the exact same concept, again, adds tremendous value. So just coming in, participating would be the first step. And then if they understand the code of conduct, the community guidelines, then, and also have demonstrated excellence and primarily, again, just the vibe we're going for, which is relaxed, understanding-based, mastery-based community learning, then becoming a lead is like very easy, very natural. My two cents on this is anybody who's, who's been listening or is, will be listening in hopefully years to come and finds this podcast, uh, there, there are no requirements. You don't have to, you don't have to join the group and, and be required. You're not required to be a lead eventually. Um, but we hope that, we hope that eventually like you might be interested in, in giving back. One, one great thing about this group is that I personally, I feel that it has helped me learn more quickly. Uh, I've been able to grasp concepts faster because I don't operate in a bubble anymore. I, I work with Lena and Rodney initially, and then all these other students that are either ahead of me or, 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 or teach other, other, um, other courses that I've already passed. But um, by not operating in a bubble anymore, I feel like I've learned faster. I've, 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 I've uh, anchored uh, core concepts and, and, and really um, got to the, to the core of, of Launch School, which is mastery-based learning because of this. And so I encourage everybody to, to check it out and have fun because it's just everybody helping each other out. Yeah, I love it. And I think for any community to be successful, you have to have a good ratio of givers and takers. And I think any community, uh, there are givers and there are takers. And I just wanna say thank you to you three for leading the way on, on the giving side, right? And with regards to learning, I think giving has always been one of those things where in a community you're sacrificing and you know, you're supposed to derive fulfillment out of uh, just pure altruism. But I think in this case, Christian, as you said, as all three of you have said, is that giving in this case actually results in you understanding the material better. So I think there is, there is an aspect of you can get something out of it too by giving, right? And I always look out for that too. At Launch well, I'm always sort of on the lookout for like making sure that people do not always take, 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 because that is mm -hmm. the path to just a negative environment, negative community. And again, I just want to Thank you three for starting spot and for fostering this culture of giving and proving that it is uh, it is worth worthwhile from a short-term perspective, a long-term perspective, a personal perspective, and also a community-wide perspective. So I, I think there's a lot of positivity here with what you're doing. You like dropped the mic. I don't know what else you're supposed <laughs> to say. <laughs> I, I could talk about it like a yeah, I think we're done. Like, I, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Okay, let's wrap it up. I'll, I'll edit out this part. Okay, so let me do <laughs> All right, and I just want to thank you, Lena, Ronnie, and Christian for coming on the podcast. I know you all have a lot of studying to do. So thanks again for coming on. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Bye-bye.
That's it, Ronnie. You, you, you're going to say some. You got to end it stronger than that. Ronnie, last word here for you. Hi, Mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, last word for me is I'll see you guys later. Keep studying. Keep body whatever you want to call it but you know dream team lives forever that's it <laughs> all right great okay cool that that's it we'll all end it there after long thanks for listening to the launch school podcast check back for new episodes and don't forget to like subscribe and review